to yet another episode of Beyond the Present Podcast. My name is Daniel Morgan. I'm here joined live by Pujix from Canada. Hey, my man, how's it going? It's amazing, guys. Glad to have you here on board. And Marvin is back. So, Marvin, man, how's it going? It's going all right. All right is all right, but not that all right, because I guess you caught cold or something, right? Yeah, my voice is a bit off today. Don't worry. It's it's normal. It's normal because it's Canada. Canada is considered officially to be America's refrigerator. So these things do happen a lot there. And now (laughs) you got, you got some cold, but I think you're getting better. So that's uh, pretty cool. Speaking of the climate of Canada, today's topic is climate change. So let's start off first by defining because uh, I have this huge question right now. It used to be called global warming, but now they call it climate change. Why they actually changed their mind and now we call it climate change. So Pujix, what's the difference between global warming and climate change and why they changed the terms? I mean, that's a very good question. And I don't know exactly at what point, for, uh, point in history this happened. But the main idea behind this is that, yes, of course, the globe in general is warming and that's correct. But then um, we wanted to uh, have another word to be able to be more descriptive of the situation going on. And the problem is not that just, it's just getting warmer, uh, which it is, but it's more massive. That has side effects, lots and lots of them, which affects the climate as a whole. Hence, we changed, like uh, scientists at, the, at some point decided to call it climate change because it's more descriptive of the whole situation going on. Interesting. And you're saying the globe is getting warmer. If that's the case, then why Marvin caught a cold, dude? <laughs> you catch a cold in summer too. That's possible. That's a good point. That's a good one. I like it. So now let's move on to Marvin. Marvin, uh, what is your perspective uh, about climate change? So I'm guessing Pujix, you are a believer in the in the concept because some people, especially in on the right wing, they don't believe in right. uh, the existence of climate change or global warming. They think it's a bunch of rumors made by the Democrats. It's all bullshit. So uh, there are some people who believe like that. I think we know them. They have a very funny uh, hair, basically. And uh, you can't live anybody <laughs> next to them. But overall, do you really believe, like, do you think that climate change is real? Um, let me first uh, make a dis- distinction here. It's not about belief in a sense, because when you put it in a belief, it's like having some sort of faith in something. It's not about that. There is overwhelming evidence that the likelihood of us facing uh, lots of these things that are being predicted is very high. And this overwhelming uh, possible. Uh, probability is nothing to ignore uh is it possible that none of this will happen sure very possible but very unlikely very improbable so if you will i believe but it's not about belief it's just about facts and evidence right interesting that's That's right marvin what is your perspective about uh, global warming and uh, climate change uh do you consider it to be real it's is is it a real threat and what is your perspective oh yeah definitely it's a real threat um um, maybe coming back to the first question, actually, um, in the beginning, we used to call it just global warming because, like, I think it was like in the 70s, we assumed, okay, the weather is getting hotter, so, you know, everything's getting warmer, so we call it global warming. But then we realized down the way, hey, at some places, even though overall the earth heats up, doesn't mean at all in, in every each and every place it gets warmer. In some, it might actually get colder. So mm. that's why we came up with this climate change um terminology terminology. exactly exactly um but yeah the the, as as project said the the evidence is overwhelming um 
there's there is no belief in this. this this is just about facts this is about um studies and studies and studies that have all shown or like have drawn a pretty clear picture of, of what's going on and, and it's gonna it's gonna come Interesting. Of course, there are right now a lot of politicians, including the most famous one of all, who believe this is not true. And you mentioned this is scientific and there are facts and proofs. So let's say somebody that we do not know his name of would say something like, but you guys are all saying bullshit. There's no real thing as, 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 as Donald J. Trump believes that there's no such thing as global warming. It's all fake news. So what would you tell this guy? Like uh, you mentioned facts and science. So Pujix, what are the statistics? What are the facts about climate change that we should know about to know whether or not this is a real threat. Right. Uh, first of all, I want to uh, clear here that most of those even skeptics, if you will, we named them skeptics, uh, even those people get, are getting on board in the sense that the globe is getting warmer because, well, those are the things that we measure. We measure the, uh, uh, the you know, the temperature of the surface of the earth uh, across the board overall, etc. We do a lot of these things. We know that uh, ice caps are melting. That's just very simple to measure. We know, well, where, where the ice caps are melting, where does that go? It goes to the ocean. So the oceans are rising. We know all that. And a lot of the skeptics even agree with you on that. Uh, but some of the uh, debate here is that, which, I mean, that's one way to put it, but well, some of the debates here is that, okay, whether it's because of human activity or rather some other phenomenon, maybe we had ice ages, the, 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 the earth is turning on its own, whatever. So, uh, yeah, there is a lot of skeptics in that sense. So mm -hmm. they are, okay, sure, the globe is warming, but maybe it's not us, maybe it's not humans, how do you know? And yes, if you want to go to the ice ages, it took literally ages for the climate to change. And that rapid change, uh, well, was not human activity, of course. But then if, if something that like that is happening, it takes a longer time than a couple of decades. Mm -hmm. And secondly, we do know the effects of the uh, greenhouses in maintaining the temperature. We do that in our uh, artificial farming. Um, by artificial farming, I mean vertical farmings. We create domes, we create uh, greenhouse uh, uh, rooms to grow vegetables or whatever. We use the effects of greenhouse uh, to basically warm a certain place to be artificially farming. Um, this is this is very known, and mm -hmm. we are adding lots and lots of uh, <clears throat> sorry greenhouse gases into it in our atmosphere. So it has very reasonable impacts in our Climate. Interesting. So, Marvin, you mentioned earlier about the statistics and facts. So, let's say somebody has no idea. Let's think of somebody who has no education and no real idea or background in global warming. And let's assume that that person is now the president of the United States of America. So, let's say that person would like to actually make decisions and has no real clue about this matter. What are some of the facts that you mentioned earlier regarding global warming and uh, climate change? Um. I think the most interesting fact that I've found is about who's causing the emission of, of CO2 and other, uh, um, um, other gases. Um, so we can actually look at the, the isotopes of, of, um, of carbon. Um, and then you will see that if you, if you burn fossil fuels, um, you, you release different carbons than, you know, in comparison to like other natural processes. Mm -hmm. Um, so you you look at the air and then you see oh actually the the uh, distribution or like the 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 the, the amount of, of carbon that was released because of burning stuff 
is getting higher. This is clear evidence that indeed humans are causing this. Um, so I guess that there, there is, it's not, it's not like, um, it's not like, again, not about belief. There, there's clear, clear signs behind it. And it's pretty clear. It's a pretty clear picture who, who's causing what. Um, coming back again to what the skeptics, um, think and believe, it's actually quite interesting. Mm-hmm. The, uh, U.S. Environmental Department, uh, recently released a report where they actually state uh, climate change is real, wow. but now it's too late. But 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 now it's too late. Oh so my! It's kind of like it's kind of like we deny it, we deny it, we deny it. It's a thing. It's not happening. And then okay, we over it. Uh, we can we can uh, heal it anymore. We, Hold on we a second. To... You said it's too late. I mean, you literally remind me of these movies where like the end of the world has befallen, and there is no hope. I mean, like seriously, man. Like, what do you mean there's no hope? What What do you mean it's too late? Well. The, the U.S. Department was referring to um, we cannot stop, we cannot change the climate anymore as we, we wow. should do it. Um, so we have to deal with its consequences. Oh, my and goodness. The, the damage is done, basically. Um, more like the damage will come. Oh, We boy. have to deal with the damage. That's that's kind of the message that that department was sending out. Interesting. Um, which is which is just uh, really like kind of heartbreaking. We, exactly. Um, a, a different report was stating, "Hey, um, we still have time. We still have time. I think till twenty twenty thirty or something um, to to turn this thing around. There's still things that we can do." Um, so yeah, it's yeah. It's, That's pretty tough. And you mentioned earlier about the uh, basically the uh, the CO two emissions as well as other things. So let's first talk about the causes of climate change and how much of it actually is to be blamed by humans and what we are doing, and of course how much of it is by just the environment itself. Because let's be honest, the ice age itself, for example, as Pujix mentioned, that was not caused by any human being. So Pujix, what are the causes of climate change that uh, could be blamed on humans? I mean, um, that's that's a lot. I mean, first of all, we emit a lot of CO2 merely by uh, producing energy, transportation, uh, and lots of those other things. We are emitting a lot of methane into the atmosphere due to our agri- uh, agriculture specifically. We talked about this. Exactly, the, with the whole uh, uh, the, our yeah. episode about vegetarianism yeah. and whatnot, the cows exactly. and stuff. That's right. Specifically the cows. Like other Animals do also emit a lot of methane or a lot of uh, greenhouse gases into the atmosphere. But cows are like the exceptional producers of methane. It's just like one of the most inefficient, in a sense, one of the most inefficient way you can actually uh, uh, eat, eat food, in a sense. Um, you know, we have racists, we have sexists, and I think you are a cowist, right? <laughs> All right, especially cows. these cows right here. You guys are on my radar now. All right, he likes the chickens. Uh, sorry, that's right. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a chicken. I, I love chicken. And that's right. So, like, there are a lot of products out of cows that are still more, a little bit more efficient because, well, I don't want to get into it too much because it has nothing to do with climate change. But even digesting uh cow meats like uh, beef basically it's, it's it consumes a lot of energy there's a whole lot of debates whether it's actually efficient to actually eat like energy energy wise is it whether it's actually efficient to Dude, actually eat are you saying that if I, my digestion is changing the goddamn climate because if that's the case then please man you guys can go all and do something you know what i'm talking about dude i mean you're saying don't eat because of the fucking climate <laughs> well that's actually true because if you start even if you replace Oh, come on, guys. You're getting so extreme. I'm like, listen, dude, you can eat, 
But no, you I'm cannot go to the bathroom. That's the rule. Do you want to protect the environment? <laughs> don't go to the bathroom. <laughs> don't 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 go too far. Oh, but my. what I'm trying to say, even if you uh, do a simple act as replacing your beef with even a simpler uh, meat like a chicken, your emission, your your carbon footprint or your uh, footprints in climate change would be far less. Wow. So you're uh, not talking about our digestion causing the climate change. You're well, saying no, no, no. that by em- well, by removing and emitting, let's say, yeah. cow meat yeah. as well as cow products from our diet, we will then need less cows in general and that will reduce the impact on the environment. Yes, precisely. And that's uh, – that, that, Oh, man, well, that's for a, a second. way to say it. That was but, good. But, but then – but then we have a lot of other ways. So we are we keep burning fuels to uh, to produce energy, but we have lots and lots of different ways to do that. We knew we had these ways. Solar panels are not a new invention. I, don't, I know a lot of people think they are. They're not. They existed, I believe, since seventies or maybe even sixties. I don't wow. remember precisely, but a long time ago. Uh, but we didn't do good amounts of investment because it didn't make sense at the time and nobody was caring about climate change. Anyways, there are lots and lots of ways for sure. Interesting. So back to Marvin, what are the other causes that you have not been mentioned so far that are leading to an increased uh, focus on cl- cl- climate change these days? Well, agriculture is a, is a big thing, but I think relatively it's just 10 or 15 percent of the total global emissions uh, that that it causes. Um, the bigger the bigger uh, things here are transportation, um, energy in terms of like housing and electricity and industry. Um, so how do we, you know, create energy? How do we, how do we have power? Um, th- those are kind of issues that, that we need to address here if you, if you want to tackle this problem. Also thinking even bigger, um, you know, everything is globalized today. Every like your your apples come from South Africa, and the kiwis from I don't know New Zealand. That that's so much car- carbon emission there for um, transportation, that, right? For transportation, yeah, that's right. right. Those, those huge ships that cost so many emissions, and um, we, we we need to talk about this too if we if we want to if you want to change things. I I agree. It's it's so challenging because it's literally overthrowing. Or like completely changing our economy. Exactly. But we might have to do it. Interesting. So, so far, uh, based upon what we've heard, there are many reasons that are causing climate change. But let's now talk about first solutions, because I really believe that if you want to get things done, you have to focus most of your attention on solutions. Uh, Tony Robbins says, focus only 10% of your attention on problems and 90% on the solutions. So right now, let's start with Pujix. Pujix, yes, things are tough, but could there be any solution in this scenario? There are plenty of solutions. First of all, like uh, going, going back to that report that mentioned, like okay, the damage is done. The damage portion of the damage is done, but it can still get worse. You know what I mean? Or the damage will come, but it still can become worse. Wow. So first of all, we have to understand that yes, a, a certain degree of this change that we have caused is irreversible, at least in the short period of time. That is true. Um, maybe in the long period of time that. That's a different debate, which I'm not going to even get into because it's mm-hmm. not about our interest. That's but right. still, it can get worse. So although that that uh, you know report concluded that the damage is done already, uh, it doesn't mean that it can't get worse. So yeah, what the hell? Like it's done. So let's just burn fuels or whatever. It can still get worse. So we have to understand that first of all. Second, secondly, uh, getting to <clears throat> getting to potential result uh, changes that we can make. I mean, of course, uh, there are whole debates, as Marvin mentioned, regarding changing 
our economic system for this very purpose. Apples coming from Africa, etc. We know the idea. Uh, but there are even simpler ways. Like the, I think one of the simplest things that we can do is our personal, like individual energy production. We have these massive, massive uh, factories burning fuels to produ uh, produce energy, electricity, etc. For us, while we we are still lacking on uh, technologies such as solar panels, which are significantly advanced, but they're not advanced to the degree of 21st century. Damn it, we're talking about the world that we can talk to each other from across the globe in an instant. Uh, it's 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 perplexing to me how we are so primitive in terms of our energy production. Mm -hmm. and, and all of these technologies that we are cherishing, like internet, etc., is based on that energy. So we do need energy. That's that's uh, essential. We cannot say we, we should stop uh, consuming so much energy. That's one way to put it, but that's very much harder to do and probably not a good idea anyways than changing the ways we produce energy. And I, I mean, solar panels, solar energy is one way. We have wind, we have um, <clears throat> hydro, we have lots and lots of different types of energy that we can uh, replace that are far cleaner and far better for our climate, even for, in the, for the sake of pollution, even if you don't believe in climate change. Like pollution-wise, you're breathing this air, anyways, right? Wow. So yeah, there, there's uh, That's a I good think, one. Uh, one of the ways you, that I'm interested in is energy production. You had a lot of great ideas, and just to point out one clear fact: earlier in your statement, you mentioned that Apple comes from Africa. Actually, Apple comes from California. We all love iPhone Xs, don't we? That's pretty cool. But other than that, let's move on now <laughs> to <laughs> Marvin here. So Marvin, first of all, you scared both of us a little bit earlier. With that apocalyptic style of the world has come to an end, the damage is done, and all those things. Now, Pujix believes that the damage is done, but of course, we could actually uh, somehow alleviate some of the possible consequences and repercussions in the future. So, do you think there could be anything done right now at this stage? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. And we, we need to act, honestly. Um, there's, you know, the, the, the temperature is always compared to pre-industrial times so now we we above like we we above one one degree celsius wow. so depending on on how warm it gets you have different outcomes so depending how much we pollute how much uh carb carbs we we, we uh how much carbon dioxide we emit like emit like send emissions to you know we have different outcomes and, mm -hmm. and things will cause more harm so of course, you need to scale down. You need to look at okay, what can we can we do? And interestingly, you know, just like half degree um, can mean okay, um, the sea level is going to rise ten centimeters less. And it sounds really little, but then if you look at, at you know countries that are located at the sea, you will realize okay, that would mean ten million people don't have to leave their homes. Wow. You know, it's like those kind of small changes that have such a huge impact um so, so for sure it's it's not it's not lost it's that it was not my statement it was a statement by the the, the u.s um agency and um yeah there, there, there's things to do and, and we need to act and the more we do the better interesting the better it is very good. But before we uh, offer more solutions, uh, let's talk first about what will happen. I mean, because in NLP, we say if you want to get things done, you should get leverage on yourself. This means you should understand all the reasons why you must do it and what are all the consequences if you don't do it. So let's right now scare our audience a little bit and talk about what will happen 
exactly. Let's let's describe in details and you know vivid, uh, basically uh, details what will happen if we do not take any action. So, Pujix, imagine global warming is upon us and the damage is done. And what will happen if we take uh, take no action? What what what's going to be the consequences? What will uh, change in our societies in our let's say in our countries around the world? What will happen to people? Um, well, I mean, lots and lots. Uh, one of the things that is uh, this this very reason that I'm going to mention has uh, Pentagon declared this crisis as a uh, national security crisis, and that is if I'm I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm not sure about the stats. So if you could, one of you, look it up. I believe one third of the world's population is living near oceans, near open open uh, exactly. Waters. So, yeah. So the ice caps melting, meaning uh, where do they go? They go to the open waters. What happens? It, uh, the levels come up. And what happens is that a lot of these cities that are near the coasts, the coastal cities, will be underwater. And oh, my if, goodness. If, I, if my stat is correct and one a third of the population is uh, near the coasts, then one third of the population will have to start moving. Can you imagine that? This is going to be. We all going to have to go to Canada, buddy. In that case, we're all going to go to Canada. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is going to be the biggest refugee crisis probably ever. Oh my! A third of the population is billions of people, and that's and that's very scary and very drastic. Uh, so that's that's one of the things that obviously there are, there are many other ramifications. The climate. Uh, so one of the things that happens with the climate change is that. Uh, well, and globe getting warmer is that that a lot of these uh, phenomena, uh, climate phenomena, will become more drastic. So we will have more hurricanes, for example. We wow. will have more rain. Although it's getting warmer, that's that's actually sentiment to getting warmer because there is now more water in the atmosphere. As uh, uh, it, it has to be either as ice or in the ocean, but there's a lot of it now in the atmosphere, and it causes lots and lots of rain, and uh, it, it might destroy crops, it might destroy their farming. It has wow. many, many consequences for sure. Interesting, Marvin. Let's share us a little bit more. What are the other possible consequences if we do not take any action? Um, well, I think the biggest threat, is, as Pujic mentioned, uh, is basically states that can control. Uh, like that have have to close borders, um, you know, cutting off the refugee um, movements there. Um, and then, you know, if if imagine you have like you're like in a country and you, you cannot get the food together that you need to to feed your people. Like, what's going to happen? Like, people are going to go go going going to go nuts. They're gonna like you know, countries can literally fall apart. Wow. And then as soon as you lose order, like. Shit is gonna hit the fan, and, oh and that, that's that. That's I think what's really scary. And uh, I think food production is a big thing. Like uh, if it gets warmer, certain crops cannot you, you cannot have them anymore. You lose them. Um, so like imagine you know from like after like throughout one summer we lose I don't know like wheat for example we cannot wow. you know get the amount of wheat that we want anymore. So uh, we kind of like. You know that, that that's you're kind of saying that my McDonald's will not have any bread on it, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's that's unbelievable. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, wow. it's, it's it's scary. It's really scary. And uh, one thing I, I want to point out is, um, and that that's something we haven't talked about yet is um, those called like those things are called tipping points. And a tipping point is um, if it right. gets you know warmer and warmer. Um, at some point, we cannot 
go the other way again. Like wow. we, we we lost it. So if we if we if we heat our Earth more than two degrees in comparison to pre-industrial times, um, you will have those tipping points that will oh reinforce uh, climate change, and then we we have serious issues because then we go in towards three four degrees, and then it's kind of unpredictable what's going to happen then. But it's 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 going to be devastating. Interesting. Great perspective. Of course, we're all now scared shitless. Let us talk about the last stage, which is hope. Because, guys, we believe that the future can always be better than the present. And no matter how tough things are right now, we can still turn things around. So, Pujix, do you have any hopes for the future regarding uh, climate change? And if you do so, what is the source of that hope? Right. I mean, uh, we obviously, we talked about lots of uh, initiatives that we can take as a prevention method. So I'm going to remove myself from the... One question. You, you know, mentioned the initiatives, but do you really think that people around the world, I mean, economies will literally collapse. You want, for example, your Apple not to come from Africa. So what happens to all these tankers? You want people Correct. not to uh, use their cars so much. So what happens to my Uber? So generally, Correct. you propose a lot of theoretical solutions that probably might not be very pr pragmatic in the real world. So do you really sure. think economies are going to stop Jobs are going to be well, replaced or removed because of the climate change, given the fact that right now we have such presidents like Donald Trump who believe that global warming will just take the jobs away, unemployment 3%, I'm the best president ever. So do you really think that in this situation we can actually uh, use these solutions and apply them in the real world or is it just some theories that intellectuals like you and Marvin have? Right. I mean, that's a, that's a very good question, and it's a very worthy one, I believe. And uh, so what I was going to say was uh, I'm going to uh, distance myself from these facts and uh, these uh, uh, scientific uh, areas and go to the romantic or, or dramatic side of it. And that being – um, sorry, can you hear me? That's right now. I think yeah. You just got caught yeah. off. Would you, would you so, read one so, more time? You mentioned something about romantic. Yeah, so, I'm like, dude, you have like a romance with climate change or something? <laughs> Maybe you love the rain. It's like, oh, climate change, give me more rain. I want to feel more romantic. All right. <laughs> no, the romantic and dramatic side of things. What yeah, I mean by right. that is that uh, when uh, when when people get together, I believe that the great change is really possible. And I understand there are a lot of uh, short-term economic interests that are going to be perished, and we don't like to do that these things because of that. But then again, if you look at the consequences and look at the 10 years in the future, then you will understand that uh, with any great change, you will have to sacrifice something. And that has to be understood among the people. And that can be understood if they understand what are the consequences if we don't do it. Wow. And uh, looking at the long-term plan. So yes, of course, there are going to be uh, consequences. There are going to be sacrifices that every single one of us have to make. Maybe some people more than the others. There's no doubt there. And that's where, and you mentioned like uh, transportation, global uh, trade market, etc. That's why my emphasis is mostly on um, on energy production, because that can be done much easier with lesser impact. It can actually, in fact, be flourishing the economy uh, because there are going to be lots and lots of different uh, industries coming into place. Yes, lots of these people working in the oil industry uh, might be out of, uh, a, you know, um, out of out of job, but then they can transition to other jobs, and that's the sacrifice all of us have to make. Uh, they will do that before the price of uh, the price of oil becomes a hundred dollars a barrel. Just wait a couple of days, buddy, a couple of weeks. Yeah, 
I, I, I quite frankly speaking, you're right about these matters, but do you really think, I mean, think about all the billions, trillions of dollars in the oil industry. Do you really think yeah. these guys don't have any lobbyists? You think these guys have no well, lobbying power to make sure that all of these, uh, in, you know, let's say bright uh, minds such as Elon Musk's and their ideas will be actually yeah. implemented? I don't really think it's, I mean, because I, as you know, I personally worked in business for quite many years and, uh, from my perspective, it seems rather, uh, somehow not realistic to expect such a giant industry uh, as well as other types of industries, let's say for transportation, global trade, to all of a sudden disappear because of climate change. Because let's be honest, climate change is in the long term. And you guys mentioned 2030. We live in a world right now where many are concerned about their meals tonight. And they don't give right. a damn about what's going to happen in 2030. We have corporation. No, that's true. Uh, we have corporations around the world who have to make their uh, quotas. And they got to, otherwise they're going to go underwater. For them, their companies going underwater is far more important than, than a coast go, you know, go, going underwater. So in that condition, do you really think like an oil industry is going to like disappear for the sake of global warming? No, I mean, first of all, I don't expect the goal, uh, the oil industry go, goes uh, berserk all of a sudden. No, it's not going to, that, that's not, gonna, they're not going to go away, of course, for, for a long while. My point is the transition towards the right direction. It's not like overnight toppling that industry or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and you mentioned, uh, lobbying and that's, that's very true. And that is very useful way when people don't have, because ultimately, well, in free countries who vote, which lots of the uh, emitters in this world are, of the first world countries, uh, and so being that, so if, if law, like it's if if the majority of the good majority of the people have strong opinions and strong immediate feelings about these, those lobbyists will have a very harder time to convince uh, their uh, constituents to basically uh, pass laws in favor of. In this, uh, sorry, uh, oil industries or whatever. Right. So I'm not saying it's not going to happen. It's just a fight. It doesn't mean in a fight that you punch once and you win the fight. It means that you have to go back and forth. But uh, whether you're going towards the direction of winning and whether you're going to the direction of uh, pushing towards a better future or not, that's a different uh, uh, story. And also at the same time, I want to there was something else I wanted to point out, which I forgot right away. So <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's right. So again, think about this right now. Well, I'll, I'll be back in a moment. So Marvin, what do you think sure. uh, about uh, implementing these ideas that you've mentioned regarding uh, basically uh, controlling climate change in the future? Uh, is there any hope? And if there is any hope, what is your hope and what could be done about it? Well, there's always hope, right? Um, but overall, I, I'm, I'm pretty negative, to be honest. Um, wow. So you are very pessimistic about this matter. You don't think there could be any solution yeah. in the long run. No, the, the, the solutions are pretty clear. Like, we know exactly what we need to do to stop this. That's right. We, we know all the facts. We have the technology. And if we don't, we can, we can research it. That's not the deal. The deal is actually doing it. And, um, Pujix mentioned, you know, it might be profitable to actually invest in, into green energies. And I agree, but this is only true if we assume that the world is going to, is going to go green eventually and then you can sell your green technology to to other states that's mm. that's where mm. you make the profit but right now we live in 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 a world that is ruled by oil and uh, as long as we live in this world if if you want to switch to green it's going to cost you money and it's going to cost you a lot of money and that's why we we are in the situation that exactly. we are in right now we like for each country, there's no incentive to actually invest into green green stuff because you will hurt your own economy. Um, 
when others are not doing the same thing. So if you want to change things, it needs to be a global effort. And with all the politics, with all the conflicts that are going on right now, it's it's pretty damn hard to get everyone to 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 one table. And uh, that's that that makes me really pessimistic and, and sad, actually. Exactly. I mean, with the current conditions, think about like the president of the United States right now uh, touting his accomplishment by creating more jobs in coal mines. Can you believe that? Coal. This is the 21st century we're talking, right. by the way. We, we we have SpaceX right now and all those things. With this current you know, economic climate, I don't think we have any chance to control the climate of the, you know, the, our planet, uh, because of the fact that we are now focused so much right. on profiteering. And we now know that the true power exists within the hands of corporations who are capable of spending money to change and alter people's perspectives. And with that uh, currently in place, I don't think there's going to be a lot of great chances for us and, unless we really can come to a conclusion globally. Now, of course, there were, I was a lot more hopeful about global uh, warming and climate change uh, after what Obama started doing about a few years ago. And uh, he wanted to actually uh, go on a very gradual, slow progress towards gradually removing the uh, global uh, emission all around the world. And this was a uh, basically unilateral uh, – it was not a unilateral approach. It was a mainly bilateral approach by major countries. So it wasn't just like America will do this. Uh, so Obama was trying to reach out to a lot of countries to gradually reduce their emissions. And the first target, of course, was China. Uh, but unfortunately, as we saw, a lot of those uh, – Plans have now been undone by somebody quite well known to most of us right now. And uh, quite frankly, I was a lot more hopeful back then than I am right now. And I don't know what's the future basically going to be like with the current path that the U.S. is taking. And of course, uh, now the trade war going on with China. So all of those money that was supposed to actually be spent on improving uh, the climate now should be spent on trade wars and to find and to fill, fill the deficit caused by these stupid trade wars. So ultimately, Quite frankly, I just like Marvin, despite being extremely positive and optimistic in most cases, I am not extremely optimistic about this case unless hopefully Democrats can at some point get back the power and try to actually change the, you know, all these plans and undo a lot of the damage already done by the Republicans. So hopefully, guys, by the way, November is coming. This election is coming. Please vote Democrats. Push these friggin' Republicans out of the goddamn state and the House of Representatives. But anyways, uh, let's now, after all that we talked so far about this, Pujas, you actually remember what you wanted to say? Yeah, I remember. And I want to actually add, add something to that as well. I'm going to say that first. Like, let me be clear. I'm not really super optimistic either. But if you're too pessimistic, then you find a point of depression that you're like, okay, what's the point then? What, what should I even do anything? And that scares me even more than, well, whoever you talked about, the likes of, uh, and, uh, the skeptics likes of, uh, Donald Trump or whatever. Because if, if we are not doing anything, then they definitely aren't. So, um, my point is, I am, of course, not really optimistic about the matter. I understand both of your arguments, and that's very true, very correct. But ultimately, who put Donald Trump in, in the office? It was a people, and that's my point. That's why... I think that was not people. I think that was Putin. That was not people. That was Putin, buddy. <laughs> well, they, well, still, ultimately, people were... They both begin with the same letter, P, but that's they, they are very different. <laughs> anyway, so, point being, you can still change that situation, you as a people, right? And, uh, the, the, and I'm, we're talking about United States, of course, one of the biggest country, uh, who, who can set, set the tone and, um, people follow. Of course, that's very true. But even in other countries, the same story applies. And ultimately, what I'm trying to say, why do we, why are we dedicating such a long, probably the longest episode we ever had to such a matter right now is because 
we want to for people to understand that it's relatively immediate. A exactly. lot of people, even the ones that are not skeptic, think they're not going to live to see it. It's going to happen. Unless wow. you're 110 and you're going to die like next year or something. God bless you, first of all. Secondly, <laughs> you're going to see it. That was <laughs> such a kind death. That, I mean, that was a f- <laughs> very kind death farewell. I love that. Sir, are you 110? So you probably will die in a year. So in advance, my condolences. <laughs> all right. <laughs> right. My point is, if you are to live 10 years or so, even five years, I would say, you will see the first – well, we already saw the first impact of it. But it's not super uh, terrifying, so people are not taking it seriously. But you will get we'll, – we'll get there. And, and the, the point that I was trying to say then that I forgot was I'm going to borrow this from Elon Musk, which makes a lot of sense. For people who are skeptic, for people who don't think it's going to be problem, any any kind of person you are, the truth is if global warming climate change is not real or if we somehow survive this or if we have made a mistake in our calculations that this whole thing is not actually going to happen, if all these ifs are true, we are eventually going to run out of fossil fuel anyways. And it's a stupid, stupid gamble to make with our climate not to go green right now because that has to happen even we're if we're completely wrong right now even none of this is happening it's going to be beautiful tomorrow still we're going to run out of fossil fuel at some point and we're going to have to make this transition eventually wow it just makes sense that we avoid that catastrophe possible catastrophe that's a great one. Of course, we am, I'm pretty sure that we've made a lot of enemies now in OPEC, but overall, it's a great, great perspective that we have. So sure let did. us now sure. try to wrap up the show. It was a great discussion. Marvin, after all that we talked about uh, the issue of climate change, what is now your final thought for our listeners? Oh, is it me? That's right. Sorry. Hello? Sorry. I couldn't hear my name. Um, <laughs> but my, my final thought is um, – we we should pu- push harder. We like Pujik mentioned. There's hope, and I, I agree. There's you know, in a sense, there's hope, and uh, I think change comes through politics, and politicians are elected by us. So we need to have more awareness. We we need to lobby stronger for for a better future, um, and then politicians might actually be able to act on that, and and might bring things. Um, as a side note, I think essentially to that is, is a carbon tax. That's something we haven't touched today. Um, I haven't talked about. Um, That's a good point. I, I think we need it in order to put it into the right direction. You know, um, subsidies for like electric, electric cars. That's, that's a nice, nice giveaway, but it's not, it's not taking the whole picture into, into account. Um, so that's why I think a global tax is a thing that we need. And I think we, we need to push for that and we, we need to do it. There's any step we, we do towards green energy, towards a more sustainable future is better than not doing it. Like the, the costs will be so immense if we don't act on climate change. Um, there's so much at risk. Um, everything that we like, that we love today, um, is at risk. And if, if we don't, if we don't fight this, if we don't um, convince people that are, don't believe climate change is a thing, we will lose this battle, and it, it's going to be it's going to be horrifying. And uh, I, I hope that that we will turn this around and and do something about it. Absolutely, great one. And Pujix, what is your final comment? 
Yeah, I think uh, Marvin summed it up very nice. And the carbon tax was uh, also. And also, a quick thing about carbon tax. Like, a lot of people have this notion that carbon tax makes everything, like, more expensive, which is sort of true. But then, uh, if done correctly, you have to think about what why are, why are governments collecting taxes is to generate revenue so they can run the country. If they are generating revenue now through carbon taxes, they can make other taxes smaller. So it doesn't mean that your life is going to be dramatic. Exactly. More like no, you can buy be, more electric cars, be, for yeah. example. Yeah. And, and, right. and on the other hand, it's going to uh, decline a lot of other taxes. So you're, for example, uh, tax on purchase of the goods and services is going to be like lower. For example, this is an example. I don't know That's what right. politicians decide. But it is manageable. Uh, it's not necessarily going to make it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's right. Very it's just well. shifting our behavior effectively. What so it's true. Doing, what it's supposed to do is not doing it. <laughs> exactly. And as you can see, guys, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of worry right now in the societies of all what's going to happen to our environment. But ultimately, despite all the pessimism, despite all the fear, as we all mentioned, we are not all very optimistic about this matter. Neither me, neither Marvin, nor Pujix. However, there could be some solution down the line if we are serious about it. So please understand that this issue can be resolved not just by you, but of course by the government. So Understand that your decisions that you make, the, 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 your voting habits will all determine the future of not only your country, but the entire world. And we generally all uh, here right now, we hope that in the future we will have a much better world where climate change is actually under control. This is all the time we have for. I want to thank both you, Marvin and Pujix for great ideas, quite inspiring. And I really enjoyed it, actually. Thank you very much for your presence. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Dan. You too, my man. And of course, to us listeners back there, if you're right now listening on a browser, please, this is, the guys, this is 2018. So right now, go and download either the iTunes podcast app, or you can simply download the Google Play and follow us there. Make sure that you will subscribe, leave some comments, or leave a rating. That'll help us to reach a wider audience. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Daniel Morgan, and this was Beyond the Present Podcast. Beyond the Present Podcast.